Welcome to today's episode of the Nutrition by Carmen podcast. And this is the very first podcast episode of 2023. Oh my gosh, Happy New Year, everybody. It is officially January the 2nd. Oh my gosh, we are in a brand new year. I can hardly believe it. But I hope you all had a wonderful holiday season and are ready for a really happy and healthy 2023. And so I thought, what better topic to kick off the podcast episode of the new year by talking about why fad diets, detoxes, juice cleanses, hours and hours of cardio do not work. And this was actually a really popular requested topic from my Instagram community at Nutrition by Carmen. If you don't follow me, go give me a follow. I've got tips, tricks, all that good stuff on there. But I had several people want me to talk about the subject of fad diets, detoxes, and juice cleanses. And, you know, I really don't think the timing could be any better to talk about that as we start a brand new year. So as always, if you are sitting down listening to this episode, take a pause, get your running shoes on, or just get up and get moving around your apartment, your home, wherever you are, because daily movement and activity is so vital, so important. You know, I am still this in my nutrition clients and in myself. And so I would love for every single Monday when you're listening to the Nutrition by Carmen podcast to be active while you are doing so. So on that note, yes, Happy New Year, everybody. It is January. It is a brand new year. And this is typically the time of year where gyms are all of a sudden so busy, so packed. It is hard to book into your favorite studio or class. And people are really wanting to dial in their nutrition because it is a new year. And people want to start off a new year feeling good about themselves. And unfortunately, that can often mean starting a diet, detox, juice cleanse, whatever it is, because the people that are looking for health changes are wanting quick results. And so I am going to address exactly why fad diets, detoxes, juice cleanses do not work why you should maybe think twice about starting one of them. And instead of just rattling off reasons why they aren't great or not sustainable, I'm also of course going to provide strategies and solutions of things that you can do and implement today that will be sustainable, for you in the long term if you are looking to get your health in a really great spot in 2023. 
So let's dive right into this topic. When it comes to fad diets, the word fad, F-A-D, it refers to something that is deemed super popular almost immediately, but it is often short-lived. And another word for the phrase short-lived is unsustainable. And so if you hear the word fad, just know that whatever it is that is being talked about, if they are saying fad this or that, it is likely an unsustainable thing that they're talking about. So just kind of have your guard up, have that little niggle in the back of your head. Oh, they said fad. Okay, what did Carmen say? Fad equals short term, unsustainable. Ooh, okay, this might not be great. Okay, so that is fad. And to name a few fad diets, I'm sure you've heard of, if not all of these, most of these. So some really common fad diets out there, the zone diet, Atkins diet, the South Beach diet, ketogenic diet or the keto diet, Whole30, the Wild Rose Cleanse, No Refined Sugar diet, Juice Cleanses, you know where they send you a box of however many different juices you're supposed to have every single day. And one that I have quite a vivid memory of is the cabbage soup diet. And yes, all of these fad diets, detoxes, and cleanses have the same thing in common. And that is that, that is that, <laughs> they eliminate major macronutrients that our bodies require to function optimally. And those are things like protein, carbs, fat. And often these types of fad diets do not work because not only do they eliminate some of those vital macros that our bodies need, but they are also so drastic and so extreme. And you're typically eating far too few calories on these diets. And then people often get surprised as to why they aren't able to stay on them for a long period of time when it was quote unquote, or if you're watching me on YouTube, I am using my hands to do quotes. It was promised that after seven days of Atkins, you would for sure lose 10 pounds. So your body actually needs a certain amount of energy or in other words, calories just to function. So to have your heart pumping blood throughout your body, to have your digestive system working, all of that requires calories. And so if you're on a very low and restrictive fad diet, your body will not be able to function the way it needs to. And so these types of diets can actually be quite harmful long-term, even though they are something you are implementing short-term. So really keep that in mind. And what often happens is people are so gung-ho, especially at the beginning of a brand new year, they are so gung-ho to start a new diet, start a new cleanse,
that what happens is that typically after just a couple of days, they realize that they are so hungry, they are starving, and that they can't actually keep up with the requirements of whatever diet or cleanse that they are on. And so they end up binging or overeating on often indulgent type of foods because your body or their bodies are looking for quick energy sources because they aren't just getting the energy that they need through these super restrictive diets. And so this overeating or binging happens so frequently that it actually can have the reversed effect where you put on body fat and then you give up on that diet and then you jump to the next and think, okay, well, you know, whole 30 didn't work. So now I'm going to try keto. Um, and again, keto is a high fat diet where carbs are eliminated. And again, this is so common. A few days of keto, people are wanting their fruit, they're wanting their bread, and they give up and they go straight for the pasta, the pizza, the burgers, the bread, whatever it is, because their body is craving that. And again, it is cutting out a macronutrient that we actually need. And so I'm going to walk you through a personal example of a fad diet I tried when I was about, I think I was, I don't know, 15 or 16 maybe. And this was the cabbage soup diet. Now, some of you might be thinking, okay, what the heck is that? Is she making this up or what is she talking about? I wish I was making this up to be completely honest because no, this was one of those fad diets that was marketed as this magic potion and the best option for quick weight loss. And everyone that tried it reported losing at least a minimum of 10 pounds in one single week. And so when I saw that and read that, I thought, holy shit, I like seven days, that's it? And I could be 10 pounds lighter? Uh, yeah, I'm absolutely gonna try this thing. So what you do on the cabbage soup diet, and I highly do not recommend anybody try this ever. I'm just speaking on an experience that I lived myself, and I'm gonna tell you about that right now. So you make the cabbage soup, and it is supposed to last seven days, and they call it the fat-burning, detoxing cabbage soup which literally when you put it together and you look at the recipe, it is simply a broth, a clear broth, cabbage, some spices, and essentially that was it. It sounds as awful as it was. It was not good at all. And so every single day it outlined a requirement or something you had to do to follow this program. So day one, you're supposed to eat the soup two to three times per day and have a small handful of fruit, especially low sugar fruit, and do not eat any bananas. So that was day one. Day two, eat the soup two to three times per day. And now on day two, you can have vegetables, especially leafy greens and low carb veggies. 
So no starchy veggies like your potatoes or your yams and no fruit allowed on day two. Day three, eat the soup two to three times per day and now you can have fruit and vegetables together. Day four, eat the soup two to three times per day and have no more than eight, yes, no more than eight bananas and have skim milk. So on this day, you're having soup, no more than eight bananas and skim milk. What an absolutely atrocious combination. Oh my gosh. Okay, we're on day five. So on day five, you're eating the soup two to three times again, and you're having beef or baked chicken without skin and tomatoes as your day five option. <laughs> day six, eat the soup two to three times per day and have beef and vegetables. Day seven, the final day of this ridiculous diet. Eat the soup two to three times per day, have some brown rice, unsweetened fruit juice, and some vegetables. And so if you were to follow the cabbage soup diet, that is the seven day diet. And they also do not recommend exercising while you're doing this diet because you are only eating around 800 calories. And if you exercise on top of that, you might faint. And truthfully, that is what it says and it is awful. And so I remember, I believe I got to midday three, maybe the morning of day three and I was out grocery shopping, I remember with my mom, and she had bought some fresh pasta, and it was that type of stuffed pasta. It looks like a little purse. It's sort of like a, a round ball that ties up at the top, and it is typically stuffed with something. And that type of pasta is called Sacchetti, I think that's how you say it in Italian. If not, it is also known as a beggar's purse or money purse um, because that is what it looks like. And so it's this little ball of pasta that has a filling in it and they are so delicious. And obviously you're supposed to take the pasta home, throw it in boiling water to cook it properly. But when I was in the car with my mom and I saw that bag of pasta, I was so incredibly hungry, starving, I was ravenous because honestly I had been going almost three days with really eating hardly anything at all. I opened the bag of pasta and I started eating it raw right there in the car. I remember it as if it was yesterday. And that was because I was so incredibly desperate for calories and energy and I felt so weak and faint. And obviously this is such an extreme example, but this is a true real life example of the effects of one of these fad diets that eliminates so much that your body really needs to operate properly. And so I was just desperate for something. And so yeah, I had that raw pasta right there in the car. And you, I can tell you right now, right after that, the rest of the soup was thrown out 
everything else was thrown out and I just continued on like normal. And so these diets are marketed as something completely the opposite as what you are looking for when you're starting one of these diets. And, you know, a lot of people want instant, quick, fast results. And they don't want to spend the time implementing healthy and sustainable nutrition habits that will get them to their fat loss goals. They want quick, immediate results and quick immediate results equals some sort of fad diet. And so that's why this cycle of trying a fad diet, it not working, going to the next one, it not working, moving on to another one, it never works. And if you think about the amount of time that you've spent doing all of that, if that time and energy could have been put into implementing really healthy, sustainable, simple habits, oh my gosh, you would be so pleased with your progress and how far you've come. But unfortunately, that's just not the case because for some reason, we are in such a rush to lose weight. We want to do it as quickly as possible, but often those methods are not sustainable, which brings me to something that I'm going to say twice because I want this to really hit home to those of you that are thinking of trying a fad diet. And that is if the initial method is not sustainable, it will not be successful. So again, if the initial method is not sustainable, it will not be successful. And if you aren't sure if something is sustainable, just ask yourself, can I see myself eating this way for the rest of my life? And if the answer to that is no, well, then don't waste your time starting it. If the answer to that is actually, yeah, you know, I can see myself eating this way consistently till the end of my life, then absolutely go for it. Now, I wish somebody told me that back when I was 15 or 16 having the cabbage soup diet. If someone said, Carmen, can you see yourself eating like that for the rest of your life? I would have been like, hell freaking no, and I would not have started it. So that is just a really, really powerful question. You can ask yourself if this is something that you are thinking about. Now, we've all seen the cover of magazines when we are standing in the line at the grocery store, and these magazines are promising that the latest diet, the newest trend, this is the one that we've been waiting for. This is the one that will work, that will get results. And the truth is, if there was a diet out there that could have us shed fat quickly and sustainably without doing too much, don't you think we would all be doing it? Absolutely. And like, I absolutely would if there was something out there, but that just isn't the case. And these fitness marketers have such a huge budget where they can afford to promote, promote, promote. And they're often promoting something that looks glitzy, glamorous, so appealing that will offer, you know, some sort of miraculous results in a short period of time because they know that everyone who is looking at that magazine is looking for a quick fix. 
and unfortunately it is so easy to get hooked when you're reading about something that is honestly too good to be true and I always think, imagine if there was a magazine cover that said, the key to a healthy and sustainable lifestyle is to prioritize eating whole foods with minimal ingredients and walk every single day. How boring does that sound? That, that does sound boring, let's be honest. If I saw that, I'd be like, are you kidding me? But the kicker here, is that it is the boring, it is the simple, it is the basic. Those are the things that work and those are the things that nobody wants to hear. And that is just the way our brains are wired sometimes. Now, on the topic of fad diets, I want to also chat about juice cleanses because juice cleanses have been so popular in the last several years. Um, there are so many companies out there now that will, like I said before, deliver a box of colorful juices to your doorstep. And whether you're having a few juices a day or if it's a week, you know, you're supposed to drink these juices and they are supposed to detox your system and kickstart your body and whatever else it is that it says it will do. These juices and juice cleanses are so expensive and so much money is spent on them. And I am telling you here right now that they will not do what they promise they will do. And if you were to ask the creator, the owner, the founder, whoever is on top of whatever business it is, if you ask that person, can you just explain how these juices will improve my overall health? And how exactly will they detox my body? They would probably look like a deer in headlights because they will not know the answer to that question or those questions or they will pretend and they will make something up. Our bodies have a liver. A liver, your liver, such an important organ, the job of the liver is to detoxify, get rid of harmful toxins in the body. So we actually have a built-in juice cleanse, if you will. So you do not need to be drinking all of this juice to restart, re-kick, whatever it is that they promise, you've got a liver for that. And the job of the liver is to sort through the nutrients that come through, prioritize the good, get rid of the bad. And that is how that works. A juice cleanse will do nothing other than spike your blood sugar and probably give you crazy cravings because when your blood sugar is spiked, insulin gets released, that's your storage hormone, and it wants to pull all that sugar back out and store it somewhere. And when the sugar gets pulled out of your bloodstream and stored somewhere, that is the sugar crash. And when we crash from sugar depletion, that's when we want carbs or something satisfying. So, Please do not spend money on these juice cleanses. I would so much rather you take that money that you might spend on that, go to the grocery store, buy a really wonderful variety 
of fruits and veggies, all different colors, all different varieties. You will feel so much more full having full fruit versus the juice. And when you have a variety of fruits and vegetables, they all offer a different nutrient profile. So you'll be getting a really wide range of micronutrients, which is so important for your body, as well as the oh so very important fiber component, which is what slows down digestion. And the fiber is actually stripped away when it is juiced. So no to juice cleanses, yes to whole fruits and vegetables. And one of the other side topics in sort of the umbrella of fad diets, detoxes, cleanses, are the very popular fat burning pills or supplements that again will promise a crazy spike in metabolism that will get fat burning right off of your body. Fat will just fall right off of your body if you take these pills. And again, this is a money grab and you will not see any results from taking pills like these. And I know that for a fact because unfortunately, I also spent money on fat burning pills, hoping that, you know, I could eat the same crappy diet that I had back in the day. And these pills would be the things that would make me lose weight and make me feel great. And trust me, like I said before, if there was a pill on the market that actually worked for fat loss, we would all be taking it. And so that's just not the case. And okay, so this sort of leads me into the fitness part of fad diets, detoxes and cleanses. And that is people think that in order to lose weight, they have to be doing hours upon hours of cardio. And they cannot typically understand why they are doing seven days of cardio and the scale isn't changing, no results are being shown, and nothing is working. First and foremost, cardio is fantastic. And I want to say that because it is super important and it's great. It is amazing for obviously our cardiovascular health, our emotional health, our physical health, mental health, obviously our heart health, endurance, and all that incredible stuff. And if you though are only doing cardio for fat loss, you are going to be disappointed 100% of the time. You should be doing cardio because you love it and not because you are doing it to burn as many calories as possible. Cardio is not any better for fat loss, even though you think you might be burning hundreds and hundreds of calories because your Apple Watch said you did. But when it comes to fat loss and exercise, daily walking is going to be your best friend as well as strength training, lifting weights, working your muscles, because your muscles are made up of metabolic tissue. So when you're working them and they're growing and repairing and getting stronger, that tissue is metabolically active and that is something that will actually increase your metabolism a little bit, unlike fat burning pills. So 
you do not need to be doing six or seven days of cardio on top of really anything else you're doing in your life. And again, I was this person. I was doing high intensity cardio classes every single day. I was going for runs. I was doing this, that, and the other. I never saw any results from that at all. And typically when you're doing so much high intensity cardio, your hunger goes crazy. You get so hungry. And so you're eating more and more, which is reversing the wonderful benefits of that exercise. So again, let's stick to basic walking or running or finding something that you love to do. If it's a team sport, whatever it is, do it because you love it and focus on some strength training and some daily walking. And that really is all you need to do. All right, so if your goal is to lose body fat, I want to tell you that honestly, losing fat is not supposed to be a horrible experience. You are not supposed to be miserable. You are not supposed to wake up every day dreading the food that you're eating. You are not supposed to feel deprived, feel lethargic. That is not what fat loss done properly is about. And if you are trying something that is asking you to measure your vegetables or your fruit, stop whatever that is right now because that is not sustainable. Fat loss, even though a lot of people struggle with it, is a very simple process and really should be an enjoyable experience because you're getting used to different portion sizes and what works with your body and figuring that all out. And if I could encourage all of you, for those that are thinking of trying one of the fad diets or detoxes that I've spoken about today on this episode, to pause for a single moment before you run out and get that latest keto book or get that cleanse off the shelf, whatever it is, just take a second to ask if that is something you can see yourself doing for the rest of your life. And you know, what I've said before, the things that work and that are sustainable are those boring, basic, simple things. And it's unfortunate because as I mentioned before, Nobody wants to take the time to actually put in the work to implement those fun, fantastic habits. And so I would love to encourage everybody today to get off the fad diet train and start implementing sustainable habits. And that is what I'm gonna talk about now is what the foundations of fat loss and living a healthy lifestyle look like. And again, you'll never see any of this mentioned on a magazine cover because they are boring. And if you did not listen to my podcast episode on what a healthy meal actually looks like, I would encourage you after this episode to go back and listen to that one because I dive deep into talking about the macronutrients, how much you should have on your plate, 
what a plate of healthy food really looks like. And so that might also be a really fantastic starting point if you are trying to get your health on track for this brand new year. So when it comes to the foundations of fat loss, and I'm gonna go through these pretty quickly because I've said them so many times before, and if you've listened or followed along with me for a while, you'll have definitely heard these before, but I also don't think it hurts repeating them from time to time. So number one, eat the rainbow. When it comes to your fruits and vegetables, eat whole fruits and vegetables. Let's forget about the juices. Let's go straight to whole oranges, celery, whatever it is, and have a variety. And if you're going grocery shopping, try a different vegetable one week that you didn't have another week. And so switching it up so that there's more variety and so that you get some enjoyment out of your meals. Have protein, some sort of protein source with every single meal. Protein is the most satisfying macronutrient, so it will keep you feeling full for a long period of time. So protein could look like some eggs, it could look like yogurt, um, high protein Greek yogurt, cottage cheese, it could look like fish, beef, steak, whatever. There are so many protein sources out there, so ensuring that all of your meals and your snacks have some sort of protein component. And my favorite, starchy carbs. If you love carbs, who doesn't love carbs? Have some starchy carbs with your meals. Have some bread, have some pasta, rice, whatever it is, that can be included in a healthy lifestyle. And you do not need to cut out carbs because they are quote unquote bad. They are not bad and they are actually so fantastic for you. Drink lots of water every single day. I know this sounds like, uh, obviously, but so many people are not drinking enough water during the day. And so a quick rule of thumb here is you take your body weight in pounds, divide that by two, and whatever number you get, that is how much water you should be drinking at a very minimum on a daily basis. So for example, if you weigh 120 pounds, 120 divided by two is 60. And so 60 ounces is the amount of water you should be drinking at a very minimum baseline every single day. And you know, if you're sweating during exercise, moving a lot and are quite active, definitely have some more water, but that is just a really great starting point if you aren't sure how much water you should be having on a daily basis. The other thing here as well is to look at what you can add to your plate versus what you can take away. Why do we wanna take away stuff when we can add things in? So for example, I had pasta the other night for dinner with some cheese and I thought, okay, what can I do to make this meal a little bit quote unquote better? So what I did, I opened up a can of sardines such a fantastic protein source with some really great omega fatty acids in there. I put that on and then I made a side green salad with some cut up cucumber and tomatoes. So instead of stripping things away, I had the pasta that I love, then I added my protein, I added some veggies, that's it. It's a great, fantastic meal. So look to see how you can make a meal better and look at what you can add to make that meal better. 
Move your body daily. So aim for a minimum of 7,500 steps every single day as a starting point and build up from there. And remember that if you do a workout, that is fantastic, but you wanna continue to be active during the day. So 7,500 steps every single day, regardless of if you do a workout or not. Replace more indulgent foods with healthier options. So if you are somebody that is slathering your bread in high fat mayo, if you are having Coca-Cola every single night, look at maybe some modifications to those types of things. So maybe instead of the mayo, you are adding high protein Greek yogurt to your sandwich, which I know might sound gross, but honestly, have you tried it? You cannot knock it until you try it. And trust me, it is good. Um, and then maybe switch out some of those Coca-Colas for a Diet Coke or you know a flavored water or something else that will be a little bit healthier and just looking to make some healthy swaps there. Now, these are all things that we already know about. Water, vegetables, fruit, movement, protein, eating the things that you love. This is a sustainable approach to fat loss and a healthy lifestyle. And I promise if you spend the time implementing some of these things, you will get far superior results than any fad diet, detox, or juice cleanse will ever get you. And just remember as well that the more you restrict certain foods, the more tempting and addictive those foods can become. So looking at incorporating foods you love into your diet is possible and can absolutely happen. And this is also the foundation of my nutrition programs with my nutrition clients. We work on building meals that focus on whole foods with minimal ingredients that are eaten 80% of the time, and then the other 20% of the time is left for those fun foods that I like to call them. So your burgers, your fries, your drinks, your happy hours, your going out for dinners with friends, your baked goods that you love, you know, that is all part of this and that makes up the 100% healthy lifestyle approach. And so I really hope this was maybe an eye-opening episode for some of you that have either tried one of the fad diets I've talked about here today, or maybe, hopefully, I've stopped you in your tracks and you've thought twice about maybe starting one of these fad diets, and instead, you can look at one of the things I spoke about that talk about implementing a healthy lifestyle. Um, so maybe you are someone that isn't eating too many veggies right now and now you're thinking, okay, I'm going to start with veggies and honestly taking things one step at a time, one small action at a time will be so beneficial to you in the long run because as soon as you implement something small, do it consistently time and time again, it will become a habit. And those are the habits that we want to build time and time again so that you are living your healthiest and happiest life.
And I will say this once more, you do not need to cut out any food group in order to have a successful, healthy, happy relationship with food. And I myself am proof of that, trying all those things in the past. All my nutrition clients can speak to it as well. They don't feel deprived on my programs because they're eating everything that they love in a balanced and um, moderate way. And so again, this is such great timing, I think, for this topic because it is the very beginning of a brand new year. And instead of you know, going gung-ho, trying this and that. Take it one thing at a time with your nutrition. Get outside for your daily steps and I promise you, you will feel so incredibly fantastic. And on that note, I just want to thank you so much for listening and supporting this podcast. And if you haven't already, I would so appreciate if you could give me a five-star rating as well as a short written review. Um, That really helps get this podcast out there. It will help it grow to reach as many people as possible. And so if you could take that 30 seconds, I would be so grateful. And if you are watching on YouTube, please subscribe to my channel. Leave a comment on this video if you like this episode. That will just really help things grow, especially, of course, if you are enjoying what you're listening to. So on that note, if you are interested in working with me and doing a one-on-one online nutrition coaching program, I would love to have you. So all you have to do is just message me on Instagram or you can go to my website, which is www.nutritionbycarmen.com backslash apply. And you can just fill out the form there and I will get that information going. So thank you all so much for listening. I hope you have a really healthy, happy start to the new year. And I really hope you start to feel absolutely fantastic about yourself by implementing some of these really easy, simple, basic healthy habits that I've spoken about. So thank you again for listening and I can't wait to catch you on the very next episode. Take care, everybody.